Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I am Doug. And I'm Kaylin. How's it going, Kaylin? Oh, it's going so well, Doug. How's it going with you? I almost I almost did that thing where I'm like, and we're Doug and Kaylin, but I don't like that, and I don't know why I keep saying that. <laughs> you're doing a whole Staff Homkins intro. I'm just like... But like, uh, what, you're a comic book dealer, and I uh, work for a pool dealer. company, and... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound I cool. sell comic books and and she sells pools. She sells pools. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Your pool Kaylin. Oh. Welcome to episode 32. 2. <laughs> I knew I'd get it. Kaylin, can I ask you a serious question? Yes. Are we 32 or are we 33? I am 32, so you're 32. Okay. All right. Thank you. We are 32 going on 33. Going on 33. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, actually, technically, I'm still 31. Um, Yeah, I was able to to turn 32. You have not had the opportunity to. Yes, yes. COVID struck uh, shortly before my birthday, um, right where we were in the, the height of it. So I, I didn't get a chance to celebrate. I didn't even get a cake. So I am going on record that I am taking that year. So Unforch. I'm still 31. And that's fine. Yep. 31's a pretty good year. Mm. So what? How, how was your week? Did you do anything fun um, this week yet? So far, no. I've had a hell of a day today. Mm-hmm. Our comics did not come like they were supposed to yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I had to like call them at the last minute. I had to call UPS last night at like 8 o'clock and kind of tell them, could you please hold the boxes at the warehouse for me? And, mm-hmm. you know, the whole, everything is automated. It's all robots. So the computer is like, yeah, no problem. We'll get right on that. Mm-hmm. And then I get like an email that says that the boxes are going to be held there for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, great. I woke up this morning, I checked, and the boxes were on hold. It said they were on hold at 4.45. They were put at the desk for me to come pick them up. So the office doesn't open until 9. So I'm like, okay. So I finally went over there. I got there at, like, at 9 o'clock. Yeah. And the guy's looking all over the place. He's like, no, they're not where they're supposed to be. Let me check another spot. No, they're not there. And he's like, you're picking up comics, right? He's like, I know the box. Diamond, it's, like, this wide. And he, like, holds out his hands, you know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's it. He's like, okay, yeah, I've seen these boxes. I have another guy who picks them up, whatever. So I'm like, that's great. It's only in Tinton Falls, so it's not too far, but, you know, it's like kind of far enough. Yeah. So he's like, I don't know. At this point, it's like nearly 10 o'clock. And he's like, listen, I have like two more options. One of them is like, maybe it's over with this one guy who's sorting stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, this guy, I need to let you know, though, he's sorting stuff that was leaked on. And I'm like, what oh, does that mean? Oh, my God. And he's like, no, don't be worried. Your stuff could still be lost. Maybe it's not leaked on. Maybe it's just lost oh, still. Oh, thank God. So it's I'm only like, lost. oh, that's refreshing that your it hasn't two been options, leaked on. Your two options are, yeah. now that your delivery hasn't <laughs> been made on time, it's either been leaked on or it's just lost. <laughs> and leaked on, what does that mean? Is it like sopping wet with oil, water? Like did something I don't break know. open it's been and that's why yeah. like, you know, that, and also what is it leaking? 
Like, so, one of the... I even said to the guy, I'm like, so I was due to get three boxes yesterday, and I only got one from, like, a usual driver. So then, mm-hmm. at, like, 12 on the nose, this guy dropped off my one box, and that was great. And I said, hey, I'm missing two more, and he said, yeah, apparently the other guys got them. So I'm like, okay, fine. Of course, the, you know, the one box I was delivered was, like, a Funko Pop. <laughs> Like, you know, ab- like nothing no really useful. No new releases or anything like that. No, no. Not like this mountain of books that were due out today. So I'm like, okay, great. And then I, at like 2 o'clock, I'm like, oh, I should order something for lunch. Justin and I were like waiting. We're like, all right, you know, the order hasn't come. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So I ordered lunch for us. And then, you know, I'm looking out the window to see if lunch was on its way. And this pickup truck pulls up. And in the back of the pickup like Beverly Hillbilly style mm-hmm. is heaped over UPS boxes. Yeah. And this dude gets out of a pickup truck in like, you know, the brown shorts and everything. And he starts rummaging through this pickup truck. And I'm like, are my books really in this? Jesus. No, no, not So then there. I told the guy today at the UPS warehouse, I was like, yeah, this guy like had a pickup truck full of boxes yesterday. He's like, Oh yeah, they're, we're really short on trucks. So we're kind of using whatever we got. I'm like, Jesus. Really? It's just so going to get worse. So after an hour, I, really, right? So then after an hour waiting there, I'm like, you know, not for nothing, but like when the holidays come, we get these newbie drivers and then they put the veterans on like the regular like home deliveries. Mm-hmm. And like, that's kind of not fair to us, you know? Yeah, no. I I rely on these books. I have customers who, you know, are expecting these things. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to... You know, it's hard to every year now. It's hard to run a business and be successful if you can't count on like your product coming um, at the same time every week. You know what I mean? Or around the same time. So you could kind of schedule like you're just like any other business. You have new releases that come out on Wednesdays. So your customers know to come in on Wednesdays. And if that doesn't happen, that disrupts your whole flow of business. So it's like. You know, ten fifteen, and he's like, "You're more than welcome to wait. We think we found a solution." And I'm like, "I'm I'm sorry. I, I kind of have to wait. If I don't get these boxes, like they need to be on the shelves in an hour." Yeah. You know, and he's like, "I understand." And I'm like, "So." I waited for a few more minutes, and then he's like, <clears throat> "He said, well, I, he took my information, and he said that he'll give me a call if once he finds out anything." This guy's great, honestly. He like he's helped me find my boxes when they've gone missing before. Yeah. And unfortunately, this happens around the holidays for me every year yeah. now. So it's like you know hectic and it's maddening. So I'm like driving home back to the shop, and uh, he calls. Mm-hmm. So I'm like so thankful, and uh, he said they'll be there within the hour. So of course, perfect. They were there within the two hours, and we finally got our boxes. So now you know Justin and I are frantically checking in all this stuff, filling pulls and setting the shelf while we have people who are like, you know, looking for stuff. Yeah. I had to post on our social media that we were going to be really delayed today. I thought that was funny. I I did think that was out of the ordinary to just see a picture of like Justin doing inventory. And I was like, that's strange, but like maybe you're just giving an inside scoop to the store, which I guess in a sense you were. Yeah. Just to let people know, like, listen, the books weren't here and they're here now because we only had to turn away a couple people. Yeah. Thankfully, you know what? All the things I say about DC, we did get our DC order last Thursday. Oh, wow. So I've been sitting on DC books for a couple days now, and those went up 
those were the only thing up this week until about almost two o'clock today. Yikes, bikes. Well, at least, like, your customers are, like, very um, understanding. You know what I mean? Like, you guys do, like, such a good job overall that, like, I think most people can kind of be like, all right, I get it. You know, this isn't, like, the norm for you. It's just a mistake, and, you know, you'll rectify it. I was really bummed. Well, I'm sorry, Doug. Because I also had, um, so basically, we're going to try to start getting back on track with our guests. Yes. And getting our recordings in and all that good stuff so we can feature at least two collectors each week. Two collectors, two readers each month, rather. Yeah. And um, we want to be able to, you know, hear some different voices. Yeah, if any of you guys out there uh, are interested in coming on the show or being interviewed, definitely let us know. Um, We're always looking to to fill that void, you know? We want to hear from our audiences. Or multiple audiences. One audience? <laughs> One person? I don't know. I was supposed to record with someone this morning, and I had to cancel with him. Because the which whole was really annoying. delivery because I'm debacle? Like standing... Yeah, I'm like standing in the UPS warehouse, and I'm like, I guess this is not going to be as swift as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I really thought I was... I've... Anytime that I've had to do this before, it's honestly, I walk in, and I'm like, hi, I'm picking up. And he's like, okay, hang on. And he finds him, you know? Yeah. And I'm in and out in like 10, 15 minutes. Not today, Doug. So I was like, I'm looking at the clock, and I'm like, this is not going to happen. I'm not going to be able to do it. Well, hopefully you'll be able to reschedule with that guest, and they'll come on uh, at a later date. Yes, we definitely will. Yeah. Because I'm excited to talk to Nick. Nick has been a um, friend of our shop for a little while now, and he just started sending out a lot of his books to be graded. Okay. What does that like mean? The, you know, so... um. Like it gets an A plus. People will take, they go, they get sent out to these different companies. There's two major ones that do this and um, they encase them in plastic and they grade them on like the quality of, you know, like the, 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 the quality of the book. Like, is it still in pristine condition? Like no yellowing of the pages, the spine is not cracked. Yeah. Exactly. So then they rate it out of 10. And it gets a grade put on it. Does and it, then once it's encased in that plastic, it it should not, you know, have anything happen to it from then. Get extra credit if it was signed. It if it was signed and it was approved, the signature is approved and all this stuff. You know, like it has to be like, was there someone who witnessed the signature? That's like. I don't know if it's the same as it is in sports, but usually there's like a certificate of authenticity. Is that a yeah. thing? Yeah, it would be it would be very similar to that. Like a lot of shops like Midtown will do signings and they have someone who will authenticate the signatures right there for you and give you a certificate and all that good stuff. Cool. You know, like when you go to a convention or things like that. So he just started getting a lot of his books graded mm-hmm. and um that's something we haven't really talked with anyone about yet on here. That aspect of collecting and um maintaining like a kind of pristine collection. That's really true. I mean, we have talked to multiple people, but we've really talked to them about like what they're interested in reading. We've never really talked about, yeah. you're right, like discussing collections and, and how long people have been collecting and what's like yeah. their most prized collectible and, you know, stuff like that. You know, he's like a lot of people where he has a certain 
set of artists that he likes to follow and writers that he likes to follow and characters he likes to follow. So sometimes mm-hmm. he's purchasing multiple copies of a book just to, you know, uh, collect and read and appreciate. And, you know, like one to read, one to shape, one to save, one to, you know, get graded, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's definitely that um, level of, interesting. of collector uh, is like something that I can't, I cannot even comprehend for myself. Like I, I know me not neither. a good collector at all. Like uh-huh. I'm just like, I'll get stuff when I want to get stuff, but like putting together collections, it really does take like a shit ton of patience, uh, probably yeah. a lot of money and, uh, oh, time for sure. and a lot of stuff that I'm just not interested in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i like my comic book collection but like do i care if i'm like like i am missing one of my sagas i don't know where it is is that order <laughs> it is driving me a little insane but i know it's somewhere uh-huh. so i'm not freaking out i'm like i'll find it it's fine but it's very readable like i will even though i i am missing one i will lend it out to somebody and be like here you go whatever just read it you know i'm more I, of like as... i want to put the wear and tear on my books. I want to crack the spine of my books. You oh know my God, I, mean? I do not. Yeah, I was just I know. thinking that. No, I do not. Because I'm like thinking about how I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not like that. But I'm like, I'm absolutely like that. If I read a book that has a dust jacket, the dust jacket has to get like stored while I'm reading the book and I can't be near it. And the dust jacket goes back on as soon as the book goes back on the bookshelf. If someone, if, if I lend someone a trade paperback and I like catch them reading it and I see that it's like so spread open, like folded in a way, I'm like, oh my God, please stop. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think you've use a bookmark, definitely, you fucking animal. I think you definitely, um, may have, a, a, a not yelled at me per se, but like gave me a dirty <laughs> side eye, like about doing that before. And I know one of our yeah. friends definitely cracked a book that was not purchased in your store. And just you <laughs> oh heard it, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> but it's that, all good. And like, um, I love to read on the beach, but I have a set like of books that I will bring to the beach because I'm like, beach means sand and wet, and yes. you know, like. Also, camping means fire and wet, and yeah. And rain sometimes. Terrible. Yep. The elements. They'll get you every time. So I think I've griped enough. What do you say we go to our first song? Yeah, sure, why not? Our first song is Meds by Placebo. alone falling free trying my best not to forget what happened to us what happened to me what happened as i let it slip i was confused by the powers that be forgetting names and faces passers-by were looking at me as if they could erase it
Trying my best not to forget. And that was Meds by Placebo. So, Doug, what have you been watching lately? I just, 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 just remembered. Like, I'm, like, sitting here. We were were talking. We're, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. And I'm, like, I watched something this weekend that I liked. What was it? It's the the Mandalorian came back two weeks ago at this point. Okay. And I honestly had no idea until um, my sister-in-law, like, asked if we were watching it. And I was, like, shit. How did I forget that the show was back? Did you watch The Mandalorian at all last season? <laughs> so I thought I did, or at least I m- must have saw a portion of the first episode mm-hmm. because um, I swore that I didn't see Baby Yoda in any of it. <laughs> but apparently the end of episode one, I believe he's in like some sort of bassinet maybe. I mean, yeah, episode like... one ends with, like, the, yeah, literally, like, just a bassinet, and he has to, like, get the bassinet to safety. Yes. So I was mistaken. And there's... Yeah, he totally is there from pretty early on. Baby Yoda. Yeah, but I... In the most recent episodes, there's, like... Uh, the f- season premiere was really good. I liked that one. The, um... I, like, want you, you to tell it? me about it, but I also want to watch it, but I, I'm going to allow this, because I kind of want to know where they're at right now. Like, are they well, still teamed up together? He's kind of, like, still questing. He has Baby Yoda, and he's, like, hopping around from planet to planet, trying to, like, I don't know, I guess figure out a way to deliver Yoda to wherever he has to go. Yeah. Not Yoda, but the child, whatever. The child. In the first episode, he teams up on Tatooine with a dude who basically has Boba Fett's discarded Besker. Okay. And it was kind of cool that there's, like, this dude who's, like, protecting a small town with Boba Fett's old armor and gun and stuff and jetpack and all that. Okay. I get that. So he's, like, he helps this dude basically complete a task to protect this town and he's like if i help you give me back that armor because it does not belong to you and he's like okay that's kind of rude but it was good yeah and amy sidaris has like been in this season again and it's so fucking funny that she's like for some reason one of the cameo characters that like has staying power what what's her character's name I do not remember. I don't know. It's some Star Wars nonsense. It's so funny is okay. when I'm not paying attention or like wa- if I'm not watching Star Wars or reading Star Wars, I have no memory of what happens in Star Wars. Oh my God. But then like we were watching, <laughs> we're watching The Mandalorian and I'm like, oh, that was a Zabarek. And I'm like throwing off like Like how the, the fuck would you, yeah, how would you remember that unless it stored some. I'm throwing off obscure races and whatever and I'm like, oh yeah, that's the blah, blah, blah. Like I can't even. Zabarek, I'm lucky that I just remembered that. That's basically like the race that Darth Maul is. Okay. You know, like those people, they have like kind of a crown of horns around their head. Yes, I'm familiar with that. So we're like watching this show, and Liz was like losing her mind that I'm like remembering the races of these characters and everything. But I, and then the second I turn it off, I've forgotten everything. It sounds like you think you forget about it, but these these little nuggets of information are implanting themselves in your brain. So Amy Sedaris plays this like mechanic on Tatooine 
okay. who like helped the Mandalorian in an episode last season like fix his ship so he could get flying again. But through helping him, she did discover the child, and she's like obsessed with him. So when he shows back up in episode in the the most recent season, she's like, "Oh my god, I was so worried." And she's like, you know, big Amy Sedaris character, so yeah. she's out of her mind. Her character design is crazy. She looks like she was electrocuted. She has like that kind of like frizzy afro hair. Amazing. From that, like you know, like in a cartoon when someone electrocutes themselves, they yeah, stick their sure. fork in there. She has hair like that. And she has, like, soot all over her and everything. She's out of her mind. And she's, like, then fawning over Baby Yoda, and she's, like, cradling him and stuff. She's a crazy person. And I'm so excited that she's been in two episodes so far, because it seemed like maybe it was going to be a one-off thing. Well, it sounds like her character is pretty interesting, like she is. So yeah. I uh, I eventually have to get a, a Disney Plus uh, password. Or just you know, eat the shit and actually just subscribe to it. I can't believe all the, like, f- relatives you have with little kids that you can't, like, none of them have a password to this thing? Come my on. This is like and my sister-in-law definitely have a password, but then they locked themselves out of the account, then they weren't using it, <laughs> then they got a new TV because their old TV broke, and I guess they must have figured <laughs> it out because I definitely went on Disney+, Plus and then I just haven't um, given them enough shit as of recent to uh, give me that password. Because, I mean... This app is like the new babysitter right now in 2020, especially. It's got everything on it. You know? I don't know. Nikki watches... Nikki's my two-year-old nephew. He watches a lot of shows on Amazon, actually. Oh, really? I didn't know they had like programming like that for kids. Yeah, they have a bunch of stuff. Right now, he's really into PJ Masks and... Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? The... This is another one that I'm surprised is, I don't know if it's on Amazon or if it's on Netflix, but it's like Mickey Mouse Roadsters or something like that, where it's just about racing. Mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse is like a drag racer now? Yeah, all of them are. They all have like, Goofy oh. has, like, his car is really like a bathtub, which is really oh. funny. <laughs> and like, Donald Duck's ha- like has a boat. Uh. So like, it's, you know. Is specific to them. They're really living the life. Yeah, I know way too much about children's programming. It's a little bit much. That's like um, that one Mickey Mouse show when my niece was really little. She was obsessed with that like hot dog song that I can't even think about anymore. Mm. Mm. You know, the like hot dog, hot dog. Yeah, it's... Hot diggity It's like dog. the pre, pre-baby shark. It was all about hot dog. I'm struggling to remember that one. So, I watched this Baby Yoda show. Okay. And enjoyed the first two episodes. In the second episode, though, the, um... There's just, like, this giant ant. Like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids ant? Yes, basically. Okay. So, it's, like, in, um, this cantina, and... I like before I watched the episode, Paul F. Tompkins I saw on Twitter was tweeting about the show, and he's like, That's just an ant. That's not an alien. That's an ant. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Scott Ackerman commented on that below, and he was like, Oh, well, it's um, if you look at the director of the episode, you'll see why. Free props. So then I looked at the director of the episode, and mm-hmm. it was Peyton Reed who did the Ant Man movies. Oh, okay. So I was like, That's stupid. <laughs> so he kind of inserted that in there for that reason 
So, yeah, I guess he's just going to put ants in all of his things now. Fun. Just like Adam Sandler put Steve Buscemi in all of his things. And Steve Buscemi is, like, kind of ant-like, you know? Yeah, he is. He's got those bulbous eyes and... Those eyes are very similar to ants. And he has (laughs) antenna and six, six limbs... We don't see the, just like we don't see the other two, but for sure, yeah, he definitely. Has That's to. Hollywood for you, Hollywood baby. Anyway, um, you watch anything? <laughs> yeah, uh, I sure did, Doug. Um, I just wrapped watching uh, a show called Dash and Lily. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, What's that? it's it's based off of a book. Um, but, okay, so uh, honestly, when it comes. When it comes to the holidays, specifically Christmas, um, I can't help myself but watch all of the horrible rom-coms that come out. So You're like, the Hallmark Channel was made for you to watch all those movies? Yes, and literally no other time of year do I really search out rom-coms at all. And I, I, I just watch them, and I have a, a group of a couple of girlfriends that watch them as well, um, and we kind of just laugh at most of them. Um, because most of them are just absolutely ridiculous. Like, Vanessa Hudgens has been in, like, four different... <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, are you, like, dying to find out what happens with that next Christmas princess or whatever those ones are called? Oh, yeah. Like, the first one is they, like, find out that they're dating a prince. And then it's, like, the Christmas marriage. And then now it's, like, Christmas babies happening. Like, they're really just milking that Christmas rom-com tea, you know? Just getting every last Last drop. year... <laughs> Listen, I watched all of those, the Rose McIver ones. Oh, Christmas the, uh, Inheritance? The Christmas Prince. Oh, Rose uh, No, okay. no, Christmas Prince. And then it's like the Christmas Prince wedding. And yes. then it's like, I think it was a Christmas Prince baby was the third one. Yes. And she goes into labor and she has to like have a home birth all of a sudden. And they recast her dad like every movie. Yes. And I think they even request, he... <laughs> recasted the prince too. I <laughs> but the dad is like, we're from New York. What? We can't help it. He talks like a, a, a maniac. Oh, yeah. It's and Rose McIver insane. does her best American accent because she is completely from New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> These movies are a mess. They're ridiculous. Clark from The Hundred. I can't remember her name. Uh, uh, she has one from a couple years ago called The Christmas Inheritance, which is really funny. I feel like all her name is Eliza also, and she's from New Zealand. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, but yeah, I feel like all of those CW chicks are just like, all right, enough with our sci-fi shows. We're gonna make Christmas rom-com now. <laughs> like, yeah, it is wild. <laughs> um, so we do hard sci-fi during the season, during the year, and then we do Christmas rom-coms. We like to wind down with a Christmas rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, so Dash and Lily is a little less, uh, I guess, cliche. I mean, it is still pretty fucking cliche, but, like, it's not as horrible. Mm -hmm. The production value is pretty decent. Um, So, basically, it's two young kids. I believe they're both still in high school, like, 17, 18 years old. They both live in New York City. um, And we go throughout the eight episodes from their different perspectives. So, like... Half of them will be from Dash's perspective. Half of them will be from Lily's. Um, but basically, it's... Are they both interesting? Yeah. Yeah, they're... You know, like, or are you like, oh, it's a Dash episode? 
No. Okay. So, <laughs> so Dash <laughs> is like, um, kind of like a Scrooge about Christmas, and <gasps> like a, oh, no. a, you know, brooding kind of miserable type of, of kid. And then uh-huh. Lily is like loves the holidays, bright colors, very eccentric kind of person. So I, I liked Dashes more because I myself am also a curmudgeon of sorts. So um, you're a curmudgeon who is watching all of these seasonal films. Yeah, but it's mostly as a <laughs> joke, Doug. Oh, okay. So um. <laughs> It's a goof. It's a goof. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of cute. The whole, the whole thing stems from Lily leaves a notebook in their common favorite bookstore uh, called The Strand. Uh-huh. And, and it's kind of like a, an instructional guide. Like, if you want to know her, you have to figure out these clues. And then they start this process of, like, passing the notebook back and forth to each other by just dropping them at locations. So uh-huh. the thing that was cute about it, I thought it was like you do see a lot of New York City and um, it is a little heartwarming because they're young and it's like them trying to come up into their own like Lily's very eccentric, but she's very like um, embarrassed by herself. Like she thinks she's an outcast, but, it, you know, it turns out that she's lovable. Just, you know, teenage girls are the fucking worst. So, (laughs) I don't know, like, it's cute. It's cute for what it is. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I saw a trailer for it, and I was like, oh, weird. They, like, filmed this in The Strand, and it looks like The Strand maybe is playing kind of a part in it. And now that you mentioned that, like, you know, they find the book there and everything. Did you see, like, The Strand, like, put up this whole thing where they were saying, like, you know, book sales they need them basically to get through the holiday like if you don't order books right now through them they don't think that they'd be able to stay open through jan you know by january yeah closed that's so fucking sad yeah i know it's so so i wonder if maybe (laughs) this movie will help them help boost them or they'll have like a bunch of teenagers leaving little red notebooks all throughout the store. <laughs> right. Whichever. Like no one's shopping in there. They're all just leaving notebooks. It's like, could you please? The staff's please, like, stop. Please stop no, notebooks. don't leave the notebooks. <laughs> Take them back. No one's going to pick them up. Um, but that's still, that's so sad just in general. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Honestly, I, d- I don't like to say this as an excuse, but Amazon's a little bit easier because there aren't really any books here near me. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's I'm terrible. I'm in southern New Jersey, so there's really not a place to get a book unless I go to like the bestseller section of the Target or the Walmart nearby. Yeah, it's like, oh, Barnes & Noble is your brick-and-mortar bookstore. But you like, know? like, Yeah, but like, there's not even a Barnes & Noble near me. I don't even know where the closest one is. Maybe Freehold? Is that one still open? Oh, maybe, yeah. No, Freehold's closed. Freehold Mall? Oh, no, Freehold is open. How, uh, Home Del- How Howell is closed. I know Howell closed, and yeah. it turned into a spirit Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> As they all do. Um, but it is it is very sad. Like, I, I, you know, I hope people, like, in the city, you know, they do. Because, like, books are books are books they're gonna be the same price really anywhere it's not like you're getting a deal by ordering them off amazon you're not getting a deal by going to the walmart and truly you know? 
by spending like the extra three dollars in a small bookstore and giving that money to support a small shop versus daddy bezos over there at amazon.com building his scrooge mcduck pool you know exactly fuck that dude there was something that somebody posted (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly yeah fuck that dude but like there somebody posted something the other day about like a list of reasons why you should shop local especially around the holidays and it is exactly that like the conglomerates they don't really need that help you know the small businesses do and by doing that you're putting you know your money into your community you know your local bookstore and and whatnot and um your taxes are going to work and in in different ways you know it's it's just like uh it's it's kind of a win-win you know i know amazon's convenient but i mean we've all got the time as of recent we can't really do much of anything else so if you have the time Mm -hmm. Go to your local bookstore. Yeah. Go to you know your local boutique or candle shop or what have you, and spend and your even, money. Like this in your just community. turned in. This turned into like a very took a weird turn, Caitlin. I was not expecting us. To I'm go sorry. Here. I but know. Yeah, it's it's so true. And if you honestly, if you find like a small bookstore, it's all about pre-ordering. If there's something that you're looking to get. You know, just ask them to order it for you. You know you want to buy it. Yeah, or T- gift give them a heads up. Yeah, gift certificates yeah. Are, are a thing, or gift cards, or what have you, whatever the shop um, offers. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm just sad about all the businesses that are closing. You know what I mean? It's just like such a yeah. weird thing. And if we don't like help out, which is so sad because like it really always falls on the shoulders of like the middle class to like bail (laughs) each other out because like the fucking government sucks and the one percenters definitely aren't fucking coming in and helping us out you know spending money where it really needs to be spent so again it falls on the middle class so please go to your local businesses (laughs) and spend your money there it's worth it anyway um so you know what I'm looking forward to since we're on the topic What's of that? movies. Well, we were on the topic of movies and holiday stuff. That was that that new movie with uh, Kristen Stewart on Hulu. It looks so good. It does look really good. I watched a trailer for it the other day. It's what is it called again? Like the special something. Hold mm-hmm. on. Nope. <laughs> the special <laughs> sauce. Uh, it's actually called uh, A Wonderful Life. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Warmer. Now I have to look it up. Hold on. Um, it's actually called Twilight. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm looking up by Kristen Stewart because that's the only one I recognize in that film. Besides Dan Levy, he's also in it apparently. Um, but this. You're doing a terrible job looking this up. Stop! It's called Happiest Season, you jerk. Happiest Season. Happiest Season. And it's um, directed by Clea Duvall, co-written by Clea Duvall and Mary Holland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dan Levy, Kristen Stewart. Allison Brie. Uh, Allison Brie. Mackenzie Davis. Uh, Aubrey Plaza. There's a lot of good people in it. And I'm really excited for... Um, Victor Garber. And a guest Tegan and Sarah wrote an original Christmas song for the movie, too. Stop. Did they really? Yeah. That's wonderful. I, know. I love them. 
I love them so much. Looking forward to watching that. Comes out on November 25th on... Oh, Kaylin. Our sponsor, you Hulu. <laughs> Sponsored by Hulu. Could potentially Thank you again, be Hulu, for absolutely nothing. We could potentially yet. be sponsored by you if you'd like. We talk about you enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hulu, if you're listening, give us a call. <clears throat> Kaylin, should we go to our next song? We definitely should. I asked you that in, in an English accent. Our next song oh, we is... we definitely should, mate. <laughs> oh, we should. <laughs> Isn't it a lot of fun to go to our next song? Oh, I tried. I, I almost held on to it. Our next song is It's Just Forever by Cage the Elephant.
And that was It's Just Forever by Cage the Elephant. Oh, hang on. I can do this. You ready? And that was It's Just Forever, isn't it? What, it? No. Please stop. What, it? No. Oh, my God. That was horrible. So, do you know the thread that holds both of those songs together, Kaylin? Um... I think no, I told you before I we don't. started recording, so don't say it. No, I don't think Play dumb. But honestly, Each of I don't those songs features Alison Mosshart oh, of The Kills and The oh, Dead oh, Weather. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Which is kind of cool. I know you said that she was on the Placebo song. I didn't know that she was also on the Cage the Elephant song. Yeah, she was. Well, now you know. What a fun fact, Doug. Thank you. Such a fun fact. What's going on at the shop? So, this week. We got in a bunch of good books eventually after quite a fun delay. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just read this really great book that just came out with its first issue today. Okay. Called Terminal Punks. Ooh. That was a lot of fun, and I absolutely think it's right up your alley. And when it comes out, and maybe when it comes out in trade paperback, you got to check it out. That sounds like I it's don't know right if you want to wait alley. and get the get the single issues. So it's about this group of four people in a band, and mm-hmm. they're. Um, it didn't really say where they were coming from, but they had just won some sort of a Battle of the Bands contest, and they're flying to New York City for, I guess, presumably their next big show that they're going to play together. Okay. So it's these four idiots basically, like, arguing with each other on a plane uh-huh. until they land, and they're just, like, nitpicking each other, and they're just jerks. It's like seems like a, like a fun group of people, actually. Sure. And, um... As at the same time that they land in New York City, a plane containing creatures that this guy who runs this crazy zoo owns okay. crashes in New York as well. <laughs> but this plane crashes into the airport, basically. Okay. Because it all of the creatures on the plane killed all of the people flying the plane. Jeez. And now these creatures are like um, Set loose. these monsters are set loose in the airport and they're just like slowly killing all the people who work in the airport and like leaving their disgusting remains all over. It was a lot of fun because it's like this like very fun, bubbly, like I can't even explain the art. It's like very bright and cheery. And then all of a sudden the, the kids in this band are like, where's our luggage? And they're at the luggage carousel. And then they're like, I don't know. So they, the one guy climbs up the ramp and, like, tries to pull back that curtain where the luggage shoots yes, out of, you know? Yes, yes. And this just, like, dismembered head falls down. And he's like, ugh! And it's, like, gore and gnarly. and It was just a mess. So there's just, like, a shift so it's, like, in, in the color scheme. Yeah, juxtaposed against, like, pastel, like, nonsense. Okay. It was a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the first issue, and I'm looking forward to the rest of it. I don't know. I'm so curious, but I'm curious as to what uh, airport they flew into for New York. It's a fake airport. It was called Idlewild. Ugh, lame. Yeah, they had to make something up. There's a lot of... This is one thing that I cannot stand in things, but I get why they have to do it. Like, they, they said... They're like, oh, let's get our luggage and then call a wheeler to come pick us up. And I'm like, what the fuck's a wheeler? Like an Uber? And then they're like, oh, we have so much. Yeah. They go, we have so much stuff. We better call a Wheeler XL. And I'm like, oh, it's like Lyft or Uber or whatever. Like, they just have to make up their own thing. Oh, my God. 
Why? Is there some sort of licensing that they can't reference, like an Uber or like an There airport? must be. Do you ever watch... Did you watch Riverdale? I don't remember. Not really. A little bit, but not really. In Riverdale, they had so many fake brands. Like, they used Glamazon.com. Oh, they yeah. They watched the show The Matchler. That oh, my God. They stay at the Five Seasons Hotel. Oh, God. Five Seasons. Caitlin. Four Seasons Landscaping. Company. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over that. Hey, wait, Doug. No. You know what we didn't talk about? Uh, <laughs> what? That fucking president biden won our last episode was uh was taped before we officially found out yeah and now we know all right well we'll circle back to that we'll circle back <laughs> so i got a, a lot of good books in this week and um there's a few more that i'm really stoked on i haven't read yet scarant hood number one sounded really cool mm-hmm. it's like a um a horror story and what was the other one? Oh, and the second issue of Getting It Together came out. Did you get the first issue? I, I don't think When I saw so. you last time? What, what was that? Because I remember talking to you about that. That was the one that was also about a band. <laughs> I guess I have like a comic <laughs> type right now. For sure. Um, that was like the other like slice of life band book that I was reading by Cine Grace. I don't think so. I definitely didn't get it. But if you think no. I should get it, maybe you should put that aside with Terminal Punks for me. Yeah, absolutely. Terminal, like, I think you should get Terminal Punks just because I think it will potentially be something also. Yes. I don't know. It was really cool. Um, yeah, I'll definitely save you both of those. So, you want to you wanna turn back the clock there? If I could turn back time. Don't turn back time, though. Do you think I could go on like a like a music audition show, you know? Do I think you could go on one of those? Yeah. For improv's sake, yes, and I think you would do <laughs> a nice job. Oh, thanks, Doug. <laughs> You're welcome. Um yes, let's go let's go back to our, our new president. Uh is it weird that when I found out I was driving, I didn't know I was I was driving somewhere. And when I got a text, which I know I shouldn't be looking at my text, but like my phone was blowing the fuck up. I was yeah. listening to Celine Dion's A New Day. And I just thought oh, it really? was like so appropriate. And my coworker was the one that was blowing my phone up with her sister and was like, Kaylin's probably not answering because she's probably happy crying right now. Which like I wasn't, <laughs> but I sh- certainly did turn up the Celine Dion song and, and started like... I was like, it's an anthem now. <laughs> Did you just hang up on me? So, uh, keep recording. About it? Keep recording. Don't stop, please. Tell me. I accidentally lost Doug on the podcast. Doug, I hope you're still recording. I was just going to say, please tell me you didn't stop recording. I, I think we should leave it in also. <laughs> oh, we should definitely leave it in because I'm like, Doug, what do you think? And then I was just like, hello. Oh, okay. I lost Doug. Sorry. I spent my half of the time saying, don't stop recording, Kaylin. Don't stop. Please don't stop. <laughs> oh, because my it, God. it would be a nightmare to edit. That is going to be so much fun to me- mesh up. So y'all will get to hear a real fuck up that we just had where I accidentally. I don't remember saying anything mean. But I may have. <laughs> <laughs> so you certainly did if you're mentioning it. Great. Can't wait to hear that tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I fucked up. I 
I forget with my AirPods in that I, like I went to go itch my ear, but I accidentally tapped it, which hangs up the phone call. Yeah, and you also need to make sure that you don't like run your fingers through your hair if you're listening to a podcast because it will skip to the next podcast. Oh no, I didn't I've had even that know problem that. also. Yeah, yeah, I know it has like some sort of motion detector. That must happen a lot with you. You're always running your your <laughs> ha- your fingers through your hair, right? You're s- you're such a pain in the ass. Your luck, your luscious locks. <laughs> anyway so yeah i was um i went to get bagels and then like i was sitting down with liz and i was like oh did you refresh the electoral nap because we've been like yeah you know, no like refreshing like maniacs like every single other person i would literally wake up in the morning and i would immediately go in and just put election results 2020 and then i would yeah. refresh that page like almost hourly no matter where i was so she said yeah, I looked at it while you were at the shop, at the bagel shop, and nothing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, all right. So, like, while I was asking her, I was already doing it. And I was like, dude, <laughs> look at it right now. And she was like, what? And I was like, look. And it was the 290 to, what is it, 290, 214? 214, yeah. Something like that right now. So, yeah, that was a surprise. So especially after she was, like, certain that she just refreshed it. You guys you know? jumped up and down. Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. You high-fived each exciting. other. Yes. Well, I, <laughs> I, sang, I sang Celine Dion out loud. We then proceeded to watch The Great British Baking Show. Oh. Episode, what is it, eight? Yeah, I didn't watch that one yet. Thank you for reminding me. It was very good. I'm excited. We've only got a few more left. Yeah. Of this crazy season where they're like... You're not going to be... I don't think you're going to be happy with who went home. <gasps> I know. I'm not I know. Who went home. All right. If you're saying that, I know who went home then. No, I don't think you do. You're just gonna be disappointed because it was like a good character person in the tent. Okay. Well, there was only two people that I really liked. No spoilies. All right. All right. Fine. I'm not gonna try to figure no it out. I'll just watch it after we yeah. we finish up with here. Um, speaking no of which, um, yeah. I don't know. I was going to go back to shop news, but you did your shop news. So any more we have to say about Biden winning? Do you have any, like, are you nervous about, like, you know, what's going to happen between now and, like, January 20th? No, I don't think anything bad will come. I'm remaining optimistic about the world, Kaylin. That's good. I, like... Weary, yet optimistic. I feel like I was, like, riding high on this Biden win the first, like, day or two, only to be, Mm -hmm. like fucking body slammed back to reality by the fact that Alex Trebek died. Like, that was just that like was a really fucking rough, punch yeah. in the gut. Like, I obviously don't know the guy personally, but I fucking love Jeopardy, as well as, like, many of millions of Americans slash, like, overseas people, I would imagine. Yeah. And it just sucks, because he was just such a good guy, and, like, somebody posted the video where, and I watched this specific episode live, where the young mm-hmm. kid, like, didn't know the answer, and he just wrote, we love you, Alex, and he, like, yeah. visibly got, like, shooken up and, like, started to, like, like, his voice cracked. He didn't, like, cry, but, like, it, like, clearly No, he does that, like, very stoic old man, like, oh. They, uh, he's like, like I got $5 left, and I was like, oh. Yeah. So I watched that like a bajillion times in a row, and it just, it, somehow it just didn't make it better. <laughs> I don't know why. When... I was a kid, Jeopardy was like, you know, like everybody else. It was like a 
I don't know, kind of important in our household. I oh, same. Every day my dad was home to watch it. Mm-hmm. He would just literally, he would call my grandfather at like, what, 7.28? Yes. And just like, they would basically shout Final Jeopardy at each other. Oh <laughs> like, whoever God. got it right. Every day. So he'd just like pick up the phone, dial it, and then he would be like, you know. Um, it's Professor X. Turks and Caicos. <laughs> and then like, hang up like that. Like. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> There's two very, uh, well, there's one memory that I have about Jeopardy, because we did watch it quite often in our household, too. I'll never forget when I was probably in, like, third grade, um, I got the final Jeopardy question right, and it was like, Mm -hmm. I remember the answer. The answer was vanilla bean. I don't know what the question was, (laughs) but I remember, like, my mom being like, oh, my God, you got the final Jeopardy right, and you're only in third grade, and I was like... I'm very smart. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and the question was, what what is Kaylin's flavor of coffee culotta <laughs> should not have been discontinued? <laughs> and it, the answer is vanilla bean. That's exactly so what it was. It was so strange. <laughs> um, but that and like also, I my, one of my favorite things. I love doing something that I fucking hate, but I do it like I put it together with something that I actually like doing. So like when I do dishes, if I have a bunch of them, like now, Mm -hmm. now I live somewhere with a dishwasher, so it's really not that time consuming, but when I did it and I, yeah, I know. Well, not me, but (laughs) um, when I had to like physically do them and I like, of course, during the work week, we would let them pile up quite a bit and the weekends I would do it, but I would do it while I was like watching a show on Netflix or listening to a podcast or listening to music. Like, so for me, for so long, I would um, go to the gym, but I would go to the gym after work and get there for seven o'clock so I could do the cardio on the elliptical while watching Jeopardy. It was like my twofer. Like I fucking hated being at the gym, but I mean, while I'm here, I'm at those... your core, working your brain. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and like shouting the answers like uh, accidentally, like while at the gym is kind of funny. So, yeah. That's my whole Jeopardy story. And you know what? Uh, You're just like, the Soviet Union! Yeah, like, literally, sometimes I would forget <laughs> and say them, like, maybe not scream them, but I would say the answers out loud. Vanilla Bean! Like, anyone else is listening or paying attention are to you... how smart <laughs> I am while I'm on the elliptical. I'm like, yeah. Are you... Sorry, go ahead. Are you shouting your answers in the form of a question, though? What is? Yeah. Of course I am. <laughs> Oh, God, it's just not going to be the same, and I know they're going to try to replace him as soon as possible because they're definitely not getting rid of Jeopardy, but... No, I heard they have episodes through the holidays. Okay. I know they were doing quite a few um, back-to-back, and I know, like, for a while during the first portion of the pandemic that they were re, um, re-airing old episodes. Yeah. So... I don't know. And the, it's just going to be so weird. It's going to be like when friggin' What's-His-Face took over, Drew Carey took over Price is Right. It's just strange. Mm-hmm. Or Steve Harvey doing Family Feud. Although, I don't know if I know who the old host was before Steve Harvey. A Family Feud. Family Feuds had a lot of hosts. Mm-hmm. Louis Anderson did it for a little while. That's who that was dude before him. from, like, Seinfeld. The boss from Seinfeld was... Um, 
Oh, I know. George's Jay boss. Jay Peterman. Yeah. No, not George's boss. <laughs> Elaine's boss. Oh, Elaine's boss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think I think George George's boss, who I'm thinking of, was when he worked for the Yankees, which must have been George Steinbrenner, right? Yeah. And um, what do you call it? Who? Oh, Richard Carn from Home Home Improvement. He hosted it for a little while. I don't remember that. Who hosts uh, yeah. American Funny Funniest Home Videos now? My last memory is Bob Saget, but I know that changed so long ago. I just don't it's, know who. It's um, Alonzo. Oh, Fresh Prince. Carlton. Yeah. Alfonso Rivera. Yes. Yes. Okay. So weird. Wow, Caitlin. <laughs> I, I thank you everyone for taking this journey today. Today, this is just we're all I don't over even know the what place. You know, like we're just get, you know we're, <clears throat> we took the week to just kind of be on our feelings. Where there's a lot going on. The pandemic is still out of control. We, we did get Biden as our president. So so far so good. We will see if anything happens with that. So next week we'll come prepared and have our shit together. Completely agree. Right. We just we're having before we're having we an wrap off an, an off week to this week. Before we wrap this portion of shop news, <laughs> <laughs> and it's all been about. I just the want shop. to remind everyone that we're reading Frendo for our book club, and our book club will be discussing Frendo on November twenty seventh. And let me tell you. Uh, this is like quite a meaty read. I'm about halfway through, maybe halfway. Yeah. Um, and it's so, it's very interesting. It's very, very yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's, it's a good read. I, I would suggest, you know, even if you don't decide to come to book club, definitely pick it up. It, it's, it's very, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it without giving away too much. There's just so much going on. There's a lot going on. I think on I'm going to crack into it this weekend. Yeah. I think you're really going to like it, Doug. It's it's all over the place in the best kind of way. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, guys. That's been episode 32. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to us. Uh, Doug, you want to do our sign-off? Our store, the store, the geekery. <laughs> can be found at 133A Main Street in Madawan, New Jersey. It can be found online at the Geekery and J. This show you're listening to right now can be found at on so well oh god. The show you you're this, listening Doug. to right now can be found on social media at the Geekery Radio. And you can find me at father underscore K A E. I'm at Dumble Stiltskin. Thank you for listening to episode thirty two. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. Stay well. Please remember we're still in a pandemic. Don't let your guard down. Um, um, stay safe. I'm going to play you off now, Kaylin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye.